Can I go with you? You absolutely can. I don't even think I want to go. It just it seems... I'm just, that's like the least interesting have, food product oh my that I could be okay, a, invited you, to. You know that I do appreciate a buffet because you get to sample all kinds of different things, but this is like a specific, like, best of kind of deal that you're talking about here. It seems, it seems kind of lazy to me. It is not lazy. It is. It's I'm amazing. like, really? I'm supposed to be excited about that? Do you, because... get, a, do you get a plus one? No, I don't think so. Can you ask for one? I'm not going to ask for one. I'll be quiet. No. I'll just show up. I just want to enjoy, enjoy the, what's going on. I won't say anything. Oh, or I'll say a lot if you want me to no, say a I lot. No, I don't want you to say anything and you can't go. I can engage with the coworkers. Invited. I can make you look cool. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah Extillan. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. Thank you for finding us. I want to remind everybody that coming up in a week and a day, February 24th, will be the Fun Employment Radio Experience at the Landmark Saloon, 4847 Southeast Division where we're going to be having a double event, double event for the day. The first part of the event is the ticketed side, where we will have the bar entirely to ourselves, and Sarah and I will be recording a movie commentary as we all watch one of cinema's greatest accomplishments cinema's, together. I would have to say, like, cinema's greatest achievement, which I have never actually seen on a big screen. Yeah. And uh, with audience participation, like, this is my dream. I am yeah. so excited. I'm already looking forward to it. I've actually already like started restarting it and like thinking up my thoughts in my head because mm-hmm. I've already seen it so many times. I'm thinking like, okay. up my thoughts in my head. I was thinking head. my thoughts. The Sarah Stillen story. There <laughs> it is. Thinking my thoughts in my head. I was thinking up the thoughts in my but head. But I really I'm like I'm excited about this. So uh, anyone who's going to be there, like just know that you're taking a part of one of my dreams coming true. And it's funemploymentradio.com/slash/experience. That's where you can pick up your tickets. And we would uh, love to see everybody come down there. It is a limited amount, but there are tickets available. So. Absolutely, pick some up. Come down, join us. Uh, we've got Not Your Mom's Iced Tea as our fine sponsor for the event, so we'll have those on tap, and it'll be a fun way to spend a Saturday. And one thing I did want to say is, you know, if and I'll just say this really briefly, but here in Portland, there's a lot of bars that and restaurants, if you've been here for a while, that you've noticed have, uh, have been coming and going, and a lot of the older establishments have been leaving due to, <laughs> you know, development or however you want to mm-hmm. claim it. Um, Landmark Saloon is a fine establishment, and we enjoy having our events there, and it would be a great time to come down there and hang out. So come on down to I think it would be a very Land- important time for you to come down and hang out there and spend some time and some money and hang out at this wonderful bar that has been there for many years because mm-hmm. in this these tumultuous times. Yeah, it's a good place to come down. Yeah. So the next Saturday is going to be a really, really good time to come down there and hang out. So that's funemploymentradio.com slash experience. Come and join us yeah. at and the if Landmark Saloon. And if you've heard us talk about Landmark, you know, and you haven't seen it yet, this would be a good time. Yes. Yeah. That's that's all we'll say mm-hmm. on that. All right. Um, we we needed, we had a whole list of stuff that we're going to talk about, and we're going to get to a lot of but it here But this just minute. happened. Like, but we have breaking news. At 11.59, I got this email. And breaking, Greg is freaking out. incredible news that Sarah got here right before we started the show. Sarah, can you please tell everybody what's happening? It's not that incredible. I was just saying, I didn't even think that you were listening. I'm just like, ugh, nacho bar. I don't think so. So basically, what happened... Is that I got an email from um, my cater waiter job, which I, I'm very grateful for any kind of food. Um, but then it's it's an employee lunch that they're having, and it says, "Come join us for free food at our nacho bar." At a nacho bar. Which nacho bar? I'm, that is the laziest. What are you of talking buffets. about? Are you kidding me? Like some some tortilla chips, and you put a bunch of shit on them. That's like 
Uh, delicious. The what least else? interesting free food ever, like a sandwich bar or something. Like make your own tacos bar. Nachos, you get a whole bunch of dry, crumbly, like tortilla chips, and then put a bunch of crap on them. Okay. A. I am ungrateful. I'm sorry, but that does not sound like a fun time to me. Like, cool, let's all eat. I'm borderline. Nachos. I am borderline offended by what you're saying right now. But here's here's what I have to say to this: Nacho bars. A. It is. It's free food, so you would never turn down. Free is it food. really food? Because it just kind of feels like a sad snack. B. It's nachos and the wonderful, amazing thing that come with nachos. And you know that I'm a taquito guy. You know, I've talked about this before. I'm definitely I'm a I'm a taquito man, but I do I do enjoy nachos. And the thing is, with this, you are going to be able to put on all kinds of different toppings. You can make a chicken nacho one. You can make one with just a whole bunch of avocado and beans. You can make a, a beef one. You could have different kinds of cheese dripping over these nachos, and you go back over and over and over again. It's kind of it's nature's perfect buffet, really. I mean, it's nature's perfect food. Nachos it's are not delicious. because I don't like the plate. Because with a buffet, you should be able to do layers upon layers. This is just a sad, dry, crispy, salty layer underneath, and then you pile stuff on top of it and hope for the best. <laughs> I'm just not the biggest nachos fan. If I'm going to have a bunch of, like, you know, bad calories for me, I don't want it to be on, like, dry tortilla chips with, like, some shredded cheese on top of them. Um, that's just not, that. that's not my jam. You have no idea what you're talking about, which is why you need to bring me along to this. So this is a work event where you're, it's going to be like a work team meeting or something? It's a work team meeting. Let me do a speech for him. Let me come along. I As long as I can get in there to the nacho give, thing. Okay, I want you to give me an inspiring cater waiter speech. Okay. All right, I, I so. Want to, I need to get some, like, graduation music. Okay, so, I, I mean, if this is what I have to do to pay for my way in to to eat, you know, the nacho bar, because that's all I really want. I'll just sit in the corner if that's better, you know, and just be, you know, kind of a, like, what's that guy here for? Be mysterious. I could always be, like, a, a vaguely threatening presence as, like, maybe they think I'm upper management or something, so they got to get their act together. I could do that and just sit in the corner and stare. All right, do something inspiring. No, I, right. I don't think you should be lurky guy in the corner. Okay. You think that you have something to bring to my cater waiter job. So I've brought in. So you're like, you have to sing for your supper. You have to talk for your nachos. Well, no, I'm trying to inspire people. So already there's a sense of awe, you know, that I'm there. Like, oh, we've got a guest speaker Are you standing on an apple crate? I I will be standing. I'll be standing. Are you going to stand on something, like, behind a podium to make you appear taller? Well, since I'm just making this up right now, yes, I would prefer to have a podium. I would prefer to have a podium. We do have a podium. Okay. At most places, they usually have some sort of podium when we go to different places. Okay. All so right. I, I can almost guarantee that there will be a podium. Okay. At this particular place that it's being held, I know that there is one. You're putting me on the spot here, but I, I trust in what I can do I want you this. to inspire me and my fellow cater waiters. All right. How many of you are there? There's going to be about 12 of us. 12 of us. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, hello. Thank you so much for coming down here today on this wondrous occasion where we are celebrating not only our craft, but you. Our wonderful, wonderful employees who make everything happen, who make dreams come true, who make life moments all that much better for our customers. And as we're sitting here enjoying the bounty that is laid before us of this wonderful nacho bar, I want to talk to you for a second. The bounty of the nacho bar? Yes, the wonderful bounty. I want to talk to you for a second about how much you can inspire each other to do better. Because as good as we are, I've noticed a few flaws in some of the techniques. Cindy over there, she's the best, the best here 
at putting the forks in the right place. I think we can all agree that Cindy's very good at that. Well, the fork placement is quite important. It's very important. I know. Depending I'm, on if they're the salad forks, if they're the dessert forks, I think if they're for giving um, an impromptu speech, I'm doing a pretty good job. You have of to this polish the right forks now. because you have to make sure that they're shiny. No enough. one polishes the forks better than Cindy. Old fork polish. It is so funny when you're talking about polishing and forks because there's somebody whose name is very close to Cindy that I work with who is the fork polisher. Like she's the super like cleaning really? everybody. Like she likes to clean everything. Like she polishes like the silver and the plates. And her name is very close to Cindy. I've already clearly inspired you. So this the speech is already working, and I know nothing about cater waitering. Mm. It's already working. Oh man, I'm good. So today I want us all. I'm really gonna focus on Cindy. Like I'm gonna make her uncomfortable. Please I want don't. us all. To focus on Cindy, focus on the craft, the love, and the joy she gets out of polishing those forks. Because she knows when our customers come here, what are they doing? They're celebrating life events. They're celebrating moments. They're making memories together. And you know, as many different people arrive and they're all uh, milling about in our banquet halls, enjoying themselves, what is the glue that binds those memories together, it's you. Oh our God. wonderful cater-waiterers polishing those forks, it pouring cater those drinks. It's cater-waiters. You don't need to add another ers to it. Polishing those forks, pouring those drinks, taking those plates away, and bringing clean ones when they mm-hmm. need them. Perhaps a napkin. Well, I don't work at like an all-you-can-eat Indian buffet. Like maybe we don't, like, somebody clear had plates and then bring them new ones. Maybe somebody had too much to drink. That's okay. They were celebrating too hard. That's not okay. And you need to throw down the baking soda on the floor to cover up the. We have had some pukers. But that's what you're here to do. You are not just cater waiters. You're memory makers. And bring I thank you for now, your Greg. service. And I look forward to another year of success. Let's go eat nachos! That's pretty damn good. And this is everyone running for the nachos? Yeah, that's everybody going to the nachos to celebrate their success. Boom. Uh, If you would like to hire me to be a speaker at your public event or speak to your team, and try to motivate them, I am definitely available for that. Funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Just send me an email. I will be happy to come in and spruce up your meetings and bring, you know, a sense of accomplishment to okay. your Okay, well, I wasn't going to go because it isn't a required meeting, but now I kind of want to just so I can tell you that I went to the nacho bar. Dude, free nachos. I'm just going to take pictures of the nachos and keep sending them to you. Like, Greg, should I put on more avocado or should I have more? Um, because it is like they are hiring a professional chef. So it is going to be like fancy nachos, I suppose. Now I'm looking at this more. Dude, fancy nachos on top of that? I mean, come on. So fancy nachos, homemade tortilla chips, avocado, any vegetable or meat that your heart desires. Yeah. Okay, well, I'll be there. Just let me know the no, time and place. Sorry, right. What I'll do is I'll make you feel like you're there by taking pictures and sending them to you. I will repeatedly. show up regardless. Please don't. And, and you don't even know where it is, so I'm not going to tell you. I'm deleting the email. I know where it is. I'll follow you. Don't. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I will find the nacho bar. Yeah, that was, you know, you could just go buy nachos, right? <laughs> no, it's different. But not, all the ingredients, no. If somebody else has already put them together, yeah, that's that's way better. Okay. Way better. Okay. All right, well, anyway. All right, so that was the nacho tangent was randomly out of nowhere. Yes, we had to talk about that. All right, now, before we, Sarah and I are both going somewhere this weekend, but we'll talk about that here in a minute. I'm I wanna, so excited. There, there's another tale that needs to be told, and I don't know even how we transition into these. tale as old as time. 
But something happened to Sarah, and I saw you post this on Twitter, and I I don't even have the full story. Because a lot of times what we do here for the show, you know, we've got our, our nice studio here in Southeast Portland, and, um, you know, we'll each kind of keep track of things during the week, and then we bring them to the table here when we do the show, and so we each kind of have our own, own stuff that we're going to talk about. And I try not to find out too much about what Sarah is going to talk about beforehand <laughs> so we can keep it original. But I did see your post on Twitter about this. It's very popular and- on Twitter. I don't post very much on there, but I... I like to hit it out of the park sometimes Yeah, when I do, which is not very often. But every once in a while, like, I'll get something with a lot of likes on it. Well, you don't have as many followers as I do. But... Oh, my God. Yeah, I don't have a bot army, Greg. <laughs> I, I do have a bot army, man. It is ridiculous. All right. But, Sarah, I saw this post, and I would like you to please explain what's happening. So <laughs> should I read it? Why don't you read it? Um, oh, my gosh. It is quite popular on, on Twitter. Uh, Sarah X. Dillon, I'm at the Dollar Tree, and there's a furious lady yelling at the clerk that she needs to find the dollar condoms right now. Sarah, please tell me what happened. All right. So I am a lady, and I decided uh, on Valentine's Day that I'm just going to go. Spoiler alert. Uh, that I, one of the things I like to do, Greg knows this, all of you who, who listen know this, one of my favorite things to do is go to the dollar store. Yes. I love it. The dollar store is full of treasures. You can, all right, let me just tell you this. Oh, boy. I, Dollar Store find... is not a sponsor of Fun Employment Radio, by the way. And they should be. I should probably ask. Well, them. then you should get Okay, over. I will, but let me just talk about it for a second. So Dollar Store, I love it because it has basically anything that you want for a dollar. Oh, you need a wine glass? You got it for a dollar. You need a new broom? Oh, there they are. Cleaning detergent? Oh, there it is. You need a can opener? They have dollar can openers. And you they're... know what? They might not work very well, but you can buy four can openers for a dollar. And what? chances are that, or no. Four can openers for a dollar a piece. So basically you spend $4. Because can openers are expensive. So I'll buy like four at a time. And then like like two out of the four will actually work. Which is fine because I'm still saving money from having to buy an actual can opener. Uh-huh. So this is great. I mean, you can get candles. Okay. You can get boxes. You can get towels. Anything that you want. Anything your heart desires. So wow. anyway, um, at the gym I go to has a dollar store right next to it. And so I decided to just uh, go there on Valentine's Day. Of course, there's... My it's being balloons. asked by, uh, in our live chat, funemploymentradio.com slash live, six ninety nine a month. The first week is free. Keelan's saying can openers are expensive? Yeah, they're like $9. Can openers? Yeah. I When's the last time you've been so. in the market for a can opener? Well, it's been quite a while. You buy one can opener, it lasts you forever, usually. I mean, the one I've got, I've, I have no idea how, many, how long I've had it, 10 years? I mean, I don't have a need to go buy another can opener. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of worth the yeah, $9 I'm looking at this, like, the, No, I'm looking at this can openers online on Amazon uh, by going to funemploymentradio.com, clicking on the Amazon link. $15. All right. Can openers are more expensive than you think they are. Okay. So, so you, you buy get, the dollar store ones. Yes, I get those. I mean, you can get corkscrews, silverware, anything. Anything. <laughs> okay. Snacks. Yes, we can list everything. Greeting that they cards. Have. When you get the sponsorship with them, then we can go through it a okay. lot more. Well, anyway, so I like to go there sometimes, like maybe pick up a cheap lipstick or something. And so I was just walking around. It's on Valentine's Day, so they're. It's really sweet. I, you know, Valentine's Day, whatever. I don't care. But I mean, it's sweet to see everyone because there are all these like people walking around with like you know fake flowers and you know mylar heart balloons and stuff. Everyone's getting all their last minute shit, mm-hmm. like you know, like wine glasses with hearts on them or whatever. And so I walk around just kind of, uh, like, moseying to and fro, like, through the aisles, you know. And I uh, I end up toward the front where the checkout counters are, and I'm looking at some of these, um, like, some, like, I don't know, cute, whatever, like, two dads. And I hear this woman. She's been kind of loud the entire time. She's this white woman, brown hair, a little stocky. 
has like some crazy hat thing, like one of those, um, like a stocking cap, but it's like, you know, kind of kooky. Why is it kooky? It has like, it's like bright colored and it looks like it might have like a penguin on it or something. Oh, okay. Yeah. Just like, she looked a little crazy, but not like too crazy. Yeah. And so she gets up and she has all this weird shit that she's piling onto the conveyor belt. And she's checking out. Yeah, so she's checking out and kind of talking to herself. And then her her partner, I, I imagine, is next to her. I don't know. Maybe it's her friend. But then she's talking to the clerk. And then she starts yelling at the clerk. She's like, I couldn't find the condoms. Where can I find the dollar condoms? You guys show me where the condoms are. And well, I was she like, just, this, oh, you're standing in line and she I've, just started yelling No, I this? wasn't standing in line. I was just in an aisle like five, I don't know, like ten feet away. And I could hear her yelling at the clerk, and the clerk's like, well, ma'am, we don't have any any condoms here. And, and uh, like, she was just aghast at the fact that they didn't have Dollar Tree condoms. <laughs> and I'm like, I didn't, I guess I'd never even thought about it, really, because I know that some of them have, like, pregnancy tests. Oh, yeah. No, I've seen the pregnancy tests. Yeah, because I'm pretty sure that m- most of them, I think, yeah, I think all of them pretty much have pregnancy tests. Wow. So, I mean, I guess, what is the line of things that are a dollar, like, because you can buy condoms in, like, a bathroom dispenser for a dollar. Why wouldn't you just sell them at the Dollar Tree for a dollar, too? Yeah. Or is that too much of a liability? Because you can sell pregnancy tests there. Right. And I was kind of, because I was like, why would they sell condoms at the Dollar Tree? <laughs> and then I, I started thinking about it, and I'm like, crazy lady might be right. Why do they not sell condoms at the Dollar Tree? Well, um, <laughs> there's because probably you can a have, few you reasons. Can, you can have a thing that is, um, you know, like something that happens after you have sex that you yeah. be on, but you cannot have something to function as a tool to have sex. Uh-huh. Yes. So, so I mean, you're saying that the Dollar Tree is uh, being oppressive in this aspect. I think it is. Uh, number one, let me ask you this. Would you ever purchase something like that from a dollar I, store? I would not. That is and <laughs> think that's probably generally going to be the consensus of a lot of people. Except for this fine young woman who really wanted her condoms. And wanted to announce it to everyone. And the guy wasn't, I mean, he shouldn't be embarrassed, whatever. Well, yeah, their, no, their sex we, life we is, encourage, their, is their own, and everybody in the we Dollar encourage Tree. everybody to be safe here yes. at Fun Employment Radio. That's right. He's just kind of sitting there nonplussed, and she's yelling like red faced at the lady about condoms, and it was just a sight to behold. I just wonder, you know, what her emergency was. Like, they had to go right, yeah. Now. And there's like some corner stores and stuff around. Like, yeah, I don't know. She was very upset. Very upset about this. But that was getting me to thinking, like, what would be something that you wouldn't. What would be, like, the ultimate thing that you wouldn't buy at a dollar store? I mean... Which I think would probably be condoms for a lot of people. Yeah. Meat? Yeah, I would... Yeah, that's true. Like, raw meat? No. Groceries in general, if it's not frozen, I don't think I would. And No. I mean, if it's something frozen, I mean, I guess. I guess maybe I would. I'd have to be pretty hard up, though. Yeah. To do that. I'd, I'd rather go to, like, a grocery outlet or something like that. But... Yeah, as far as what I, things you put in your body or that are used to keep things from coming out of your body, that's what, that's where I would have a hard time with it. That's where it comes down to. All right, well, people are saying they bought canned stuff there. So, I mean, I guess maybe like canned. Well, canned is different. That's, that's what I'm talking about. Canned or frozen, that's different. Raw, something that can expire, no. I think, and maybe it'd be perfectly fine, but just for me, the stigma of it, I I just wouldn't do it. I would not trust it. I just wouldn't trust it. What about like Dollar Tree underwear? Do they have such a thing? They have socks. I buy all of my ankle socks at the dollar store. Huh. 
seriously, because ankle socks like you wear through them so much during I mean, the summer. I mean, like, you, you know, get three pairs for a dollar. I'm a I mean, they're shittily made. Frugal but... person, but and uh, you know, I don't have a lot of money. But I don't know. I feel like I'd just get a rash if I did that. Oh, all right. Try hard in the chat is saying that they have a really good wing sauce there. Really. I, they have a full grocery section. I mean, it's all the Do snacks they? that your heart Maybe would I just desire, haven't right? gone there looking. Well, snacks, yeah. Well, because they have all the off brand snacks. It's not going to be Cheetos. It'll be like cheese bangs or something like that. You know, they'll have like. <laughs> they do have a lot of cheese balls there. Yeah. Oh, I'm getting cheese balls for my, for my Seattle trip. Okay. That was... I'm going to the dollar. I have to go back again today because I need to get well, a couple things. Yeah, so. for your Seattle trip, which mm-hmm. means you'll be in my truck. So I uh, know yeah. I don't want cheese balls all over my truck. <gasps> Come on. All right. So Greg and I are both randomly going to Seattle this weekend. A lot of people seem to be randomly going to Seattle yeah, this I, weekend. Yeah, I know several people who are also yeah, going up. It's I, like for a some Seattle... reason. From Portland, this is the where everybody's going this weekend. But and, yeah, so we both have things that we're going up there for. So and so gonna... I'm hitching a ride because I still have my I, I still haven't uh, purchased a new car. So I'm hitching a ride with Greg and his more reliable truck. Yeah, I can totally bring cheese balls in there. What are you talking about? I feel like you're gonna leave a mess. Well, probably. I've seen the inside of your car. Oh, that's rude. I've seen the inside of your truck. I, I, agree. I just saw you cleaning it right before the show today. I I concur. It's not always the cleanest in there. But I feel like it's a little cleaner than yours. I'm gonna. My car's pretty clean right now. God damn it! All right, uh, Brahim and Han are saying I wouldn't buy dollar store cheese. Oh. oh, is Emerald City Comic Con this weekend? Is that what's going on? Oh crap! That's gonna be okay. I'll have to look that up. That's. I mean, that's exciting. I don't have tickets to it, so which means that traffic's gonna be a nightmare. Bad. Maybe that is what's going on this weekend. All right. Well, anyway. Um. So, is it? Sorry, I'm now. I don't. I'm I don't know. Who cares? I know. Like, now I got distracted. I got distracted. Yeah. Yeah. So regardless, we're going to be. No, it is. It's going to take forever to get there, and that's weeks. just the way that it is. Yeah. Okay. So, go, going from the Dollar Tree store. Yes, we are both going up there, and uh, yeah. For one, this is going to be a long ride that you're going to be in my truck, and I feel like there should be some rules established. Excuse me. As far as what's going on, well. So you're going to get a big gold tub of cheese balls. I'm going to buy you some of your balls. knockoff cheese bangs or whatever you said they are so to shut your talking hole. Yeah, I'm going to buy gonna you like some wipe... off-brand snacks so that way you can sit there and just shamefully shove them in your mouth and we don't have to I talk. I feel like you're going to wipe with your cheese hands all over everything. I'm, and... not, gonna, I'm not a monster. Uh, okay. Well, then I'm not getting you any snacks. And you know I'm going to get all snacks that I know that you like and I'm just going to sit there and eat them in front of you. Well, then you're not going to make it very far mm. in the car. So, all right. Well, th- just a couple of couple of rules. I control the radio. Number one. Uh uh-uh. uh Yes. Oh yes. When the drive. Okay. Let's give some rules there of driving. There has to be. There has to be some a rules me- like somewhere down the middle of ride sharing. Here is how it I works. Into your crappy sports stuff. So when the if somebody is hitching a ride with the other person, and somebody oh. uh, you know somebody's driving and it's their vehicle, the driver always gets control of the stereo. The driver also gets control of the of the heat and cold. They get control of the temperature in the car. Oh my god! So you always have it too hot. Well, it gets too hot, and then it'll get too cold. You know, and I like to keep it warm no, in there. No, it's really annoying because you don't have any kind of middle ground. Like Greg either has the heat cranked up a hundred percent, or it's ice cold in there. There's nothing in between. It is, and my... it's just like a constant. That's him doing the up and down and up and down and up and down. And meanwhile, some like dude is yammering about like sports statistics, and I'm like, I'm in hell. 
Yes, I do like that's the one time where I listen to my my I just really don't want radio. to drive. That's why I no. So yeah, so uh, anyway, I will have control of that as the as the driver. So you're going to have to sit there and listen to that. And yes, I listen to some of my sports stations and I listen to them and mostly I listen because I hate everything they're saying. But I like to like like hate listen to it. So I'll be I like, oh, like this guy's terrible. Oh, this if you is... don't like something, why would you listen to it? I don't know. It's, it's way more enjoyable for me. Do you think we have hate listeners? Uh, probably. Yeah, I'm sure we do. Like they're just like, oh, they're fucking voices. I hate them. I, I don't care as long as they listen. Doesn't matter to me. Okay. Ratings are ratings. Hate listener. I da- love you. Downloads are downloads. <laughs> whatever whatever the reason is. Thanks for listening. Um, just don't just don't pop by my house. Uh, so the thing is, you know, we're 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 definitely going to have to have to do that. So this is why I'll, I will have control over. Can that we part. listen? Okay, what if we like get a book from Audible or something? Can we listen to? Can we find like a happy medium where we both get to listen? <laughs> well, you can listen to my book that I'm already listening to, the Artemis book that I've already talked. You can about listen to times. my book that I'm already listening. No, I'm to. sorry, I have control over the situation. But you like her. I'm listening to that Anna Kendrick book, which somebody I can't remember. Who I like wrote. to look at Anna Kendrick. I don't know if I necessarily. She's need kind to of a brat. Book. The book is kind of entertaining. So for some reason, yes, my Anna niche Kendrick of is... of like um, of books on tape. The only thing that I like is listening to actors talk about their lives. I don't know why. It's just something. It's this hole that I've fallen down. Yeah. And right now, somebody recommended this book to me. I can't remember who it was, but thank you for doing so. Um, it's called Scrappy Little Nobody, and it's Anna Kendrick's like memoir kind of thing. And it's hilarious. Yeah. And I've been listening to that. I mean, you can't really look at her. I can like pull up a picture of her on my phone and show her to you. That while seems a little on. weird while we're driving, where you're just holding up a picture of Anna Kendrick for me to look at as I'm driving down the freeway. <gasps> that seems a little strange. Oh my gosh! You remember last time we went on a road trip and I called into that radio station and had them give you a dedication? That's right. We are totally doing that again this time. That's right. I forgot about that. I think that's on our Facebook page. It is. You can see there. Well, anyway, um, <laughs> see, I'm taking a look here in the live chat, funemploymentradio.com/slash/live, and our our live chat here. Uh, Nipples says rule number seven. Um, oops, I just went up. Uh, rule number seven, you must must address me as Chief of Command Nibbler. I would like to have a title. You're pushing it. Buddy. I am captain of the vessel at this point. Technically, well, it's not a vessel. I'm my captain eyebrows of the cannot be raised higher right now. I'm giving you <laughs> my mom's teacher look. You can call me captain. I mean, that's all right. All right, captain, I'd like to... <laughs> wow, the look that Sarah is giving me should be something for Instagram that we should post. Um, maybe we'll get to do that. All right, so... You know, I'm just saying there should be some definitely some some rules that are followed. Uh, Brahim and Hanna now are saying that no, the driver the driver focuses on driving and the passenger is the DJ. Well, that sucks for the driver. So the driver does all the work and then it does not get to choose what is being listened to. No, no, that's that's not how that should work. The driver has the, the driver focuses power. on driving and the passenger is the DJ. It's absolutely right. It's shotgun. That's what I am. It yeah. is my responsibility to keep everyone entertained. You keep you your eyes on the road. You're number two. You're number two in that situation. No, I'm number one number if you're one. the captain. Well, yeah, okay, yeah. number one. Either way, number one follows what the captain says. Okay, yeah, well, I will follow along with you, but it's also up to my guidance to steer the ship. You can't do it all yourself. Also, I tend to honk a lot if I'm stuck oh, in traffic. Oh, Jesus Christ, really? <laughs> I t- Greg. I will sometimes get mad and I will honk. And occasionally, I do not want to get into an altercation. My finger will go up if I feel like somebody is doing something really egregious. I'm bad about that. I realize I have an issue with it. It's only during egregious situations, like if somebody cuts me off, then I'm probably going to honk and throw up a finger. And you're going to have to back me up on that. Like, you may have to throw up a finger on your own. Like, if I'm driving, I'm like, okay, I can't, I can't flip that guy off. You have to do it, Sarah. 
I am not going to flip people off for you. That is so dangerous. Well, you I'm know. sorry. I feel like an old person like that. No, you know what you should do. I saw somebody post about this um, a little while back, and I've I've been waiting to do this. Instead of flipping someone off, give them the thumbs down. <laughs> the thumbs down, like I disapprove. Someone, I, I saw someone post about it. I don't know if it was at me or something. They're like, I accidentally cut someone off, and instead of flipping me off, they give me a thumbs down, and it was so much worse. <laughs> So I think that instead of flipping people off, maybe you should just give them thumbs down. Mm-mm. Just like a stern shaking? No, just look at him and be like... Or do the Dikembe, no, 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 no. Not in my house. No, I think that you should start doing a thumbs down. That way it stops you from putting up your middle finger because that's fucking stupid. I know. I, I'm trying to get a lot better about that. It's only, like I said, the most egregious offenses. It is not the most egregious. Every time I'm in a car with you, you at least flip somebody off. Not every time. That is an exaggeration. It is not. <sighs> And you know it. That's why you're not fighting it. Jesus, every time. Not, you're such... not every time. Well, there's a lot of bad drivers around here that commit yes, a good thing you're offenses. such a good one. Well, Everybody around you driving is terrible, except for you. Exactly. Thank you for clarifying that. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, that's why. Uh, let's see. A couple of comments coming through. Raheem and Hanna and David C. both said the driver has veto power. Yep. I think I should be able to control a lot of this. Let's see. <laughs> Carrie says, it's like when your mom says she's, she's disappointed in you. I will not flip off people for you, but I will give them a thumbs down sign for you. <laughs> like if you're driving by and you're all like, bah, 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 and I'm looking at them, I'll just be like, <laughs> thumbs all down. All right. Another thing that I do like to do, although we won't be able to do it on the freeway, is I like to, like in a, on, on the opposite end of that, I like to honk and wave at people. I... Also so, hate it when you... God, why am I riding with you? So when I drive down the street, and this is something that I do here in Portland sometimes, and if you see somebody walking on the sidewalk, I don't know these people. But what I'll do is I'll honk, like, you know, a friendly honk, like a, hey, and then wave at them. And then as I'm You've driving by... This, everyone knows this, Greg. You're a turd. And then as I'm driving by, you know, they'll look up and smile and, and wave because they think, oh, somebody's waving at me. I must know them. And then to watch the confused look as they look at me and realize they'd have no idea who I am. And then go about the rest of their day trying to figure out who was that that honked at me? Was that Ted from work? Uh, I don't know. Was that was that uh, Carla's boyfriend or something? Like who was that guy? And then they'll have to figure it out. And then I've given them a mystery for the day. So that's my gift. Well, they have to figure out who it was, and really they don't know me at all. But either way, I smiled and waved. So it was a friendly thing. It's a friendly mystery that I'm giving out into the world. You're building a mystery. I'm working Sarah on building McLaughlin. a mystery. Yes. All right. Yeah. So, I mean, I just think that's a, that's a wonderful thing that, you know, you can provide somebody. I encourage everybody to do it. It's spreading cheer and also uh, gives them something to think about, you know, while they're walking home. Oh, yeah. It's being asked, Greg, do you still uh, do you get, try to get trunk, truckers to honk at you, too? Do no. I'll do that on the way down. I'll be, I would prefer if you didn't do that. Well, actually. then I will absolutely do that. Thank you. Thank no. you for the blessing. Oh, he's uncomfortable. Thank you. Greg. Yeah, I don't know if I really feel like that. I used to have a CB in my car. Where I can talk to people. Yes. Like, 10-4, Roger Dodger, how you doing out there? Got any smokers on the trail? And then I, w- I would post some things like that. Um, or say some things into the CB, but then I, I had that taken out. It was too much of a... Distraction? Yeah, I, yeah. I was too obsessed with it. Like, you know what? I don't need this in here. I don't need to have that. You know this is a pattern that you find something you like, and then you become extremely obsessed with it, and mm-hmm. then you have to be away from it. Yeah. Okay, just wanted to Yeah, see no, I know. That. I'm okay. aware. I'm aware. So All right, well, he noted, Caitlin says, of course, he had a CB and also never been a truck driver. No, I've never, never been a truck driver. No. Nope, not at all. Well, also, one of the things that we might be doing tomorrow, if we can pull it off. Well, I'm going. You're going for sure? Yeah, I'm yeah. going for well, sure. I think, yeah, I think yeah. I'm going to, well, I'm, I'm going to go too, as we're going to go see the Jim Henson exhibit. 
up in Seattle. Yeah, there's, so there's a big Jim Henson exhibit at the Museum of Pop Culture or something Yeah, it's in like Seattle. right near the Space Needle. I don't know. I forget. They have so many museums. Oh, my gosh. They have so many museums up there. But you know what that they Keep ha- track of them. You know what they have there? In that uh, in the exhibit. So to explain what it is, it's called the Jim Henson Exhibition. I think it's been touring around the country for a while. And my buddy Ryan at Digital Trends, uh, who I do between the streams with live today at two p.m., uh, he had told me because I think he went up to it last weekend and he told me about it. It's a whole exhibit just showcasing Muppets and Fraggle Rock and Dark Crystal and Sesame Street and like all the puppets and everything. And you can walk around and see them. There's some kind of interactive part to it. And I. Love Muppets. So I am really excited. Um, and there's also, in terms and of movies. And also there is, since Jim Henson is, of course, responsible for Labyrinth, there are also Labyrinth paraphernalia there, including but not limited to Sarah's fucking ballroom dress from the ballroom scene in Labyrinth and David Bowie's full outfit from it. I am so excited. Yes. I mean, I just, I can't even believe that I'm going to maybe get to see that. I'm so, so excited. It is going, it's pretty cool. So I'm really excited about yeah, seeing Yeah, so we're going to try and do that tomorrow and we'll um, we'll film. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, we'll film whatever we can there. But I we'll just, also be, follow us on Instagram, um, Fun Employment Radio, because we're really trying to do better about posting on Instagram and having more stuff on there. Yeah, to, it's fun. To accent the show and just so you can see more of what's going on. We're we're listening to everybody. We realize where we're we're trying to pick it up mm-hmm. a little bit. I just realized I'm wearing my Labyrinth T-shirt right now. Yes, you are. Crap. Well, I was going to go to the gym in this. I'm going to have to go home and change. Okay. So that Big I can wear this to the. Here. No, so that I can wear it to the thing tomorrow. Okay. I have to wear the band T-shirt to the concert. Okay. All right. <laughs> um. But yeah. So follow us on Instagram. That would be awesome. All right. Well, do you want to do a little world of crazy? Yeah. All right. I just realized we kind of match. Oh, because we're both having purple? Yeah, because we both have, like, lavender on. I didn't realize that I have, because my David Bowie and the labyrinth is all, like, a light purple. Okay. If we do kind of match. Mm-hmm. What's wrong with purple, anyway? You were making fun of purple earlier. I'm wearing a purple shirt today. Well, we're going to take a picture. making me very self-conscious We're going to have to take a picture shirt. of my shirt and then with my thumbs down after the show for Instagram so I can show how effective it is. Okay. If you saw someone looking at you going... And I'll give the teacher a look. Don't raise the middle finger. Put the thumb down. Yeah, give a thumbs down. Okay. Because nobody so. can be like, oh, I'm going to murder you over thumbs down. They'd be like, why are they giving me a thumbs down? And then it makes Set them stop and fudge. think. <laughs> makes them stop and think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what am I doing? What am I doing? Why am I so upset? Okay, hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dylan. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. First up. A Michigan pizzeria has now broke a... What do you think it is, Greg? A record? Oh, my goodness. Again, it's book a world record. For the largest delivery pizza, it's something you can actually get delivered to your house by cooking up a 72-inch pizza. Steve Malley, the owner of Malley's Sports Bar and Grill in Southgate, Michigan, uh, led a team in constructing a massive pizza and cooking it in the same oven he used to cook a Guinness World Record-breaking 1,796-pound hamburger last summer. Oh, boy. He's just taking the large food world by storm. Wait, so how big is this pizza? Oh, it says 72 inches. That's pretty big. That's pretty big. That's a six-foot pizza? That's a six-footer. Well, Steve Malley Is it round? Says, oh, it's square. Okay. Square six pizzas. by six? I don't, I don't like square pizzas. My mom would get those sometimes... When like Little Caesars would have a deal, uh-huh. and I just I don't like I like a circle pizza. Yeah, I'm all right with the square pizza. I don't like it because you can cut it up. You get like little pizza um, square. No, yeah, like, I like to have a I like to have crust like a nice ratio going on. Mm-hmm. 
I don't like these like whimsy pimsy like oh this is all cheese oh this is a corner with too much crust right Mm-mm. in college we used to order we had pizza pipeline in Corvallis we had pizza pipeline I think it's a Northwest chain that primarily just catered a drunk to college student poor chain. college yeah. students because it was real cheap but they had one that was their giant it had oh Colossus. Colossus or Colossal? They called it one of those two things. I think it's Colossal. Yeah, and it was huge. And, of course, that was the big thing, to order a Colossal pizza from Pizza Pipe. I think it was like 27 inches. Every, I mean, it was big. Every single It was cup, really big. Every single cup that I had in uh, my senior year uh, in our house that we lived in was like plastic Pizza Pipeline cups. Yeah. That's what, they got the, that's what you got the sodas in. And so we'd just keep those. So, like, every party we'd have, everyone's just, you know, making their mixed drinks and with, like, hundreds of Pizza Pipeline cups. Yeah. So that's all you lived on. Oh, yeah, funny. a lot of that. All right, well, uh, Steve Malley said his pizza, which was donated to the Southgate Police and Fire Departments, that's nice, um, successfully bested the current Guinness record holder which w- with his piddly 54-inch pizza. <laughs> the owner said he decided on a 72-inch pizza because that would be able to fit through buildings with double doors. So the hardest part is moving it, though. He said the pizza is now available on his restaurant's menu, so you can actually buy your own 72-inch, six-foot pizza for $300. That's a lot of money. With an additional $50 uh, for extra cheese or meat toppings and $35 for vegetable toppings. Uh, the delivery of the pizza is free within a five-mile radius of Mally's Sports uh, sports Bar and Grill. Uh, and he has How do they deliver it? They have like a flatbed truck or they something? They must. They must. He said that they will deliver it for free within five miles. Uh, the massive pizza has been sent to Guinness for official certification. Um, I was close on the pizza pipeline thing. It's 26-inch, and it is called Colossus. Oh, Colossus. Mm-hmm. $34 for a 26-inch one-topping Colossus. Wow, I don't think that we ever even had that. We just always get, like, the large pepperoni. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. they used to have, like, the pepperoni and two drinks for, like, nine ninety nine or mm-hmm. something. Yeah, because they'd always bring you the drinks, yeah. Mm-hmm. I miss pizza pipeline. Oh, me too. God, it was It so was probably crazy. terrible. It was so terrible. It was awful. But we ate it. And we liked it. No, well, drunk college students lead anything. That's true. All right. Says the woman who ate how many chicken nuggets in Vegas? Twenty. Twenty. Out of Tucson, Arizona. Of course, we all know about that old thing of the past in 2017, the Tide Pod Challenge. I thought that was 2018. It was like late 2017. Okay, I'm sorry. But now it's, it's passe. All right. Because there's a new challenge that's going around. Okay. This is a new internet challenge. All right. Uh, this one is called the Hot Coil Challenge. It's just like what it sounds like. What do you think the Hot Coil Challenge is? I don't... Where you stick your forearm on a stove. What the fuck? Seriously? People are turning on their stoves, getting the coils hot, and then putting their... We're doomed. That's why we do this show, Greg. Like, are there actual videos of this? Yes. People are doing The world this. is full of fucking skipping. gloom and doom. We're, we're their forearms. Oh, no, it. I know, but they're sticking their yes. forearms on. Yes. They're putting their arms or other limbs on the stove and holding them for as long as they can. The longer they can hold them, the more impressive it is to their peers. Well, that's, I mean, you're going to have a scar from that. Yeah. Do so you that's remember, what you want to. I remember when I was um, a kid, when I was in high school, the cool thing that the cool kids would do, which I never did, which my friend Monica, she was like super awesome, so she did it. They'd take lighters and light them super, super hot, like hold them for a while, and then there's that metal part mm-hmm. that kind of looked like a smiley face. Yeah. And they'd take that and burn their hands. That's the thing that people would do. Wow. Yeah, and they would burn, so it would basically burn like a little smiley face on their hands. That's really dumb, although, in all honesty, I mean, I'd... kids have always been dumb. Kids are dumb. 
I carved my initials into my forearm once. There you go. See, I'm that's why I realized I did that. <coughs> once yeah. you start thinking about it, because it, adulthood kind of masks the stupidity of you know yesteryear. But I carved my initials in a lot of places. I don't know why. I was just obsessed with doing it, especially with metal, uh, with uh, mechanical pencils, because the metal could scrape into desks. Jesus Christ. So there were multiple desks at Central High School with GN carved into them. And then for some reason, I did it on my forearm. When Eddie's, I forgot about so that. That's so weird that you're like self-mutilating. You know that self-mutilating, right? Yeah, it was really dumb. I don't know why I did it. I, but I never... thought it was cool. Yeah, I don't That's know. That's not cool. Maybe I shouldn't have admitted that. All right. Uh, well, Eddie says, I can't tell if it's just me getting older or kids are just really getting dumber. I don't know. I think it's a mixture of the two. I think it is. Yeah. Um, all I right, definitely so... did not shove my forearm on hot coils, though. Yeah, so this is a thing. I, it's There are multiple videos on YouTube. I'd suggest not looking at them because it's disgusting. It's just a bunch of idiot children putting their forearms on stoves. So don't do that. Wow. A Florida man and woman are on the lam after they decided to rob a grocery store of $2,159 of antacids. Of antacids? Of antacids that don't make any other drugs. $2,159 worth of antacids. That's a lot, isn't it? That is a lot. So this is Publix. We're all familiar with Publix now. That's where most of the stories, if it's a grocery store from Florida, happen in. Publix is where Jameis Winston stole lobster from, isn't it? I think... Stole a lobster or something like that. Anyway. It's where most people steal like meat and people put it in their pants. People steal things from it. Yeah, yeah okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, a man and a woman in Florida uh, were captured on surveillance but are still on the run after making up with almost $2,200 worth of various brands of antacids from a Publix grocery store. So store employees called police at about 8.30. Um, let's see, last month, the end of last month, uh, to uh, come and see tr- try and stop these people, officers found the couple had stolen 29 boxes of Nexium. Three boxes of Prilosec, four boxes of Lenzoprazol. Is that it's more expensive than I thought. 17 boxes of Zegarid, five boxes of, oh, why am I picking a story? I can't pronounce anything. Of Omiprazol. I just like hearing you try to do it. And three boxes of Prevacid with a total of, all right, so let's see. So 29, three, so that's 32, 37, 47, 54, no, and, and 59. And now we're doing math on top of it? I'm, I'm just, sorry, 59, 62. All right, so that's 62 boxes of antacid. Then that's almost $2,200. So it must be expensive. Yeah, okay. So maybe it's black market antacid, like they sell them on the streets? I guess. Yo, man, you look like you have a stomachache. Oh, wait, this says it was 61 boxes, and it, and it had the number in the next sentence that I didn't read, instead I tried to count it myself. It's embarrassing. All right, well, they managed to conceal all the 61, I'm, I'm going to say 62 boxes of the drugs and make their way out without being caught, but their faces were as clear as day as the, on the footage surveillance. So now they are actively looking. I mean, this is in Florida. In so Western Florida. There's like some tourist stuff around there. They just like go around the bars. at. Like, the, hey, does your stomach hurt? Yo, yo, bro, I saw you eating that burger in there. Probably need some antacid, don't you? Got some wicked heartburn there, bro? Yo, yo man, <laughs> I saw you at that nacho bar. <laughs> oh, my God, you're never going to let go of the nacho bar. I well, I'm going to the nacho bar. You're, you don't know where the nacho I, bar is. I will is, find so out. That's not going to happen. I will sleuth, and I will mm-hmm. find out. All right, and I do have one more story, but this is, this is my. I can pretend to be another employee. I think that people would know. Hi, my name's Dan, and I work during the days when you guys aren't around. But well, I mean, I'm my part of the team. I'm real excited to be here. My caterer company does have like a lot of different 
um, like groups of people that I don't work with. Like some come and go. Just, so you could say that you me work. a polo or something. I'm or whatever not I gotta going wear. to sneak you in, but I'm saying. No, plus you. You could sneak me in. No, you know somebody I work with too, but he would probably find it funny anyway. So I'd be able to get in. No, that would. I be could funny. show up. I'd be like, hey, buddy. Everybody just call Greg me Dan. Really wants to go to the nacho bar. But I bet there's going to be inside baseball talking. You're not allowed to hear that. I'll, I can keep a secret. Can you? I can. I'm better at it than you are. Mm. That's your world of crazy. Crazy. All right. Let's move on from that. Um, I do have a little bit of ball talk. There we go. All right, I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. Balls. First step in ball talk. The Olympics are going on. There is an Olympic competition happening right now, sir. I heard. And um, I got to say, there's not a lot happening with it. It hasn't been It's been been a pretty calm Olympics. It's been a, well, yeah, it, it really has been. Although hockey is going on right now, and so I feel like I should probably make some predictions. Yeah. That go along with it. So I'm going to pull those up here, and we will. I'll, I will get you some predictions that go along. Of course, my uh, page just closed right when I was doing it. So did I will get you some predictions. Or did you accidentally close it? What's the matter? It's the uh-huh. same result. Okay. I mean, spazzy Greg is spazzy. <laughs> results the same thing. Uh, so we, we, I will get that pulled up here in just a second. But I also have before we'll we'll circle back around to that. But I do have some other things that are happening in the world of sports, and it's this: it's a little bit closer to home. Are you familiar with Quidditch? Is that how yeah, you say from it? Harry Potter. Did you say it, Quidditch? Mm-hmm. Quidditch. Quidditch. Well, Sarah, if you are a Quidditch fan then heading up to Washington might be the right place to be for this coming weekend. Wait, Washington? Washington State? Washington State. I am going to Washington State this weekend. Because the top three Quidditch teams from Washington, Idaho, and Oregon will compete at the Lacey Thurston Athletic Complex for the U.S. Quidditch Cup. I mean... Or it's the Northwest Quidditch Championship. I'm very confused about how they do that because in Harry Potter they fly around on broomsticks. Yes. I mean, are they just running around? Is it like... uh, you want to know how they really do it? Is it just like According lacrosse? to the picture, the people that play Quidditch run around with a fake broomstick between their legs while holding a ball attempting to score. And they pass it back together. But while running, according to their images, this one guy looks like he's holding a curtain rod between his legs as he attempts to like Quidditch. Wow. Uh, I've got an image. I'll go ahead and post that on there. Just running around with brooms between their legs? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, the matches will be happening this weekend. So this is part of the Northwest. I like it when people find their sport. It's like, all right, this is what I'm going to do. This is part of the Northwest Regional Quidditch Championship. And then I believe the, the winning, oh, the top three teams well, qualify for the U.S. Quidditch Cup. Where is this happening? Does it say In Lacey, where? Washington. Oh, okay. 
Where's Lacey at? Uh, it's between, it's on the way to Seattle. Oh, so, oh, that's right. So very conceivably. Mm, it's like between Tacoma and Olympia. Oh. I'm pretty sure, yeah. Well, obviously then we will be in Quidditch We'll be driving country. through. We'll be in Quidditch country. Uh, suburb of Olympia. Okay. So, yeah. So you can actually go uh, go and find that. I'll put that out there for you. Not a lot happening Quidditch, in the world yeah. of ball. That's all right. Ball talk. But here's some predictions for you. Let's give some hockey predictions. Are you going Oh, are you not going to predict any curling? Pull up some curling. I'll make a prediction on that too. I obviously spent hours and hours learning about these things. First up, we'll predict some games for Saturday. Saturday in the ice hockey, we'll predict some women's and men's games over this weekend. In men's ice hockey, Slovakia is taking on Slovenia. Oh, I've I went to, to school in London with a woman, uh, with a girl whose father was the foreign um, uh, ambassador, American ambassador, ambassador for the Republic of Slovene. I just wanted to see if you were getting in all that. I think sure. so. Okay, her name was Helena. She I've was been, very rich. I have been to Slovenia. Mm. It's a wonderful country. Ljubljana. That's where she was from. Ljubljana is an awesome city. Yeah. Yeah. No, Helena was it very reminds nice. Me, it actually reminded me a lot of Portland. No, she was like the closest to royalty Only I think dragons. I ever met. Oh, with a lot drag- of dragon statues. They have dragons there? A lot of dragon statues oh. and delicious food. Burek. It's like do this. They have a lot of like pocket foods. Yes. Like little yes, meat pockets? They do. Uh-huh. They had a lot of pocket foods and they had this thing called burek that you would buy everywhere. And it was like... um. It was made with potatoes, but they cooked it like pizza, so it was like a layered pizza, and so it would be stuffed with all of these, like, delicious things. Okay, yes, we're both hungry. You're describing food Then there was also right a he's not, chain he's like of restaurants. He's eyes with me. It's creepy. Called Boston Fried Chicken. It was weird. Ljubljana, Slovenia. Taking on Slovakia, the winner of that match there will be Slovenia. Oh, boy. Dobre dan. We'll make one more prediction, and then we'll get out of this. <laughs> we'll end this. In women's hockey, let's see. Who are we going to predict here? Women's ice hockey. Oh, they're further along than we are. Okay, so it's for, further along than the men's one is. So the women's ice hockey will predict Finland versus Sweden. Sweden? Yes, indeed. Two Scandinavian countries. Finland still counts as Scandinavian, right? Sure. Of course, as we learned from Dan Cummins, there's the theory that Finland does not exist. Helsinki, that's the capital of Finland. In case you didn't know that. Thank you. They have blue on their flag. Actually, they both have blue on their flags. The winner of that match will be Finland. Okay. The Helsinki Finnish women will win. All right, in the round robin session of curling, uh, session Give five me. happening Hit tomorrow. Hit me. Uh, Russia versus America, women's curling. Who do you think is going to win? Russian, what is it? Curling. No, but I mean, who is it against each other? Olympic athletes from Russia. That's what oh, it yeah. says. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because they're all banned. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, versus United States of America. Women's round robin curling. Well, I mean, I have tomorrow. no choice in that matter. I'm not going to, if you're picking the U.S. in the match, then obviously I am going to say the United States. Will beat these Olympic athletes from Russia in curling. 
Go USA. Okay. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. Good job, Greg. Thank you. Good predictions. Thank you. Are we both just kind of like, blah? No, not at all, because I'll be live at digitaltrends.com in one hour. Oh, boy. Indeed. What are you going to be talking about today, Greg? Black Panther. Black Panther. Oh, yes. Keelan went and saw that. I heard that it, it I was a very wonderful movie. I really want to see it. Ryan saw it. And then we're going to talk about uh, Marvel, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And which movies do you think are the best? Very cool. And then we're going to talk about Sins of Anarchy and Jessica Jones. Why are you talking about that? I don't that? know, because it's, it's nerdy stuff, but I love it. I love talking about that stuff. Yeah, everybody likes that stuff. It's okay. Okay. Oh, it was somebody's birthday. Oh, it was. Yes. Tell me. Was it, was it, uh, is it Patches or is it Paul's? Well, I didn't I mean, they're say best, anything. They're best buddies, so I know, because I, I well, can't remember. Well, the reason is because. It's Paul's. We had them both write in. Yes. They were, they both wrote in, but Paul way jumped the gun on trying to do his own birthday shout out. Mm-hmm. However, Patch backed him up on it. So it is. Paul in Indianapolis. It uh, is Paul's birthday. I feel like we should play Paul some Rush v. for him. Oh, I know. Right. Ooh, there I wonder how buddies. he felt about that announcement. What was the announcement? Oh, shoot. Rush isn't uh, touring anymore. <gasps> Seriously? Yep. They're ending Rush. Oh. Oh, that's a bummer. Yeah. Oh. Sorry to bring that up. Oh, wow. Man, it's your birthday. Happy Why did I bring birth- that up? Jesus Christ. Oh, I'm sorry. That was really rude of me. Oh, my God. I apologize. What is wrong with you? I, I was trying they to. They traveled like. Across the country to go see them, and they're like, "Oh, by the way, happy birthday! Your favorite band broke I up." I know that was told. That was Jesus. wrong. Jesus. Well, hap- try to have a happy birthday, Paul. Happy birthday, Paul! Happy birthday to you! Happy birthday to you! Happy birthday to you! Hot damn, damn right. right! Wow, Greg. Real Sorry about that, bud. Icing on the shit Sunday. No. All right, well, let's end on a high note. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. Again, pick up your tickets, funemploymentradio.com slash experience. Slash experience. We hope that you understood our stressing the importance of this. That would be wonderful. Yes. Come join us at the Landmark Saloon while we have fine establishments in this city to hang out at. Yes, now is the time to come join us. Next weekend is the time to join us there. There is no better time than next weekend. We have not announced further events. All right, so mm-hmm. funemploymentradio.com slash experience. We would love to see everybody out there. Yes. All right. Um, also, a huge thank you to Next Adventure, our fine sponsors at Next Adventure. We love them so much. Nextadventure.net, one of the best places to go, the best place to go for any kind of outdoor activity. They have everything you would ever want there. They've got a whole used section in the basement. They're at their main store in the corner of Stark and Grand. They've mm-hmm. got the brand new store out in Sandy. So if you're heading up to the mountain, I know there's a lot of people that are going to be heading up uh, here locally to Mount Hood to go ski this weekend because there's supposedly some snow coming in. Awesome. Uh, oh, is there snow coming in this weekend? Well, in the mountain. Oh, okay. Um, and what you should do is stop by the new Next Adventure store in Sandy while you're going out there. It's a great place to stop. That would be because you can also you, uh, rent ski you equipment there. You can rent equipment there. Yeah. You can pick up whatever it is you need. Mm-hmm. It's a great place to stop by, and really happy for them for opening up the new store. So next adventure, nextadventure.net. Go there now. All right. Journey to Seattle shall begin shortly. I'll get the snacks. Sure, we'll get some cheese balls. I'm going to get some cheese balls. Okay. 
All right. Okay. All right, follow us on Instagram. We'll be posting all this weekend some different things from the adventures. And we'll see you next week with more Fun Employment Radio. Welcome, my friends. Bye. We love you. Young Gregory's excited. Oh, God. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. 